Welcome to the Food, Family and Friends podcast, proudly presented by worldpodcasts.com. Now it's time to join your host, Vanessa Baxter. Hi there, today's episode on Food, Family and Friends is with a married couple, Mulan and Nathan, who have started a business called La Lele. It's a food truck business and it's all about organic gelato. So stay tuned while we delve into the pros and cons of starting your own business, the stuff that goes on behind the scenes and the happy faces that are eventually serving you a gorgeous ice cream from the front of the truck. It's really insightful, it's really interesting and it's really different. Here is another episode from Food, Family and Friends. I'll take what's good Hey, Nathan and Mulan, thank you so much for coming in. Welcome to the New Zealand Podcast Studio. It's great to have you here. Um, we met at a Foodie Network night, which uh, I hosted as a little trial to see if some foodie people would come together. And you guys turned up, and it was awesome to meet you. And once I'd met you, I realised I actually had seen your business, La Lele, around the place, and um, you've got really quirky, fun marketing. But uh, this is your opportunity to tell the listeners what is it that you actually do. So we make uh, organic gelato. We also do organic popolato. So these are like gourmet organic popsicles. And we sell it from a little vintage gelato caravan at events and um, festivals around the Auckland area. And what on earth... How did you get into making organic gelato, and, and how did you get to this place? Well, it sort of started when Mulan and I met about 14 years ago. Mulan was working in a, well, she owned a fruit shop on the North Shore. I was a customer. We started going out. We started talking about food. At around about the same time, I did a chef's training course at Auckland Hotel and Chef's School, and we were always talking about doing a food business together. We ended up market gardening out in West Auckland, out for Pai Way. And while we're doing that, we grew some mini watermelon. Um, They didn't sell that well directly to the customers, so we decided to cut them in half, put a scoop of ice cream on, and sell them at the Lantern Festival. Oh, yeah. That went really well, so we're calling them mini watermelon ice cream, and that sort of got us into the idea of doing events and selling at festivals and things. And then what sort of happened after that? We when you remind you, you are old, when you're traveling. When oh you're yeah, young. and I went over. I went over, yeah when I was traveling and things. I was always thinking about ice cream and went to Noosa a couple of times and was eating about three ice creams a day there, gelato and ice cream. Come back and said, oh, I th- I'm thinking about ice cream. And so we're first talking ice cream, and then as we we're doing, people started suggesting gelato. So we looked into that, and realized it was better, and that we thought, oh well, that's low fat as well. We thought that would be a bit of a trend. So we got into the gelato. Yeah, started making gelato. Wow, that's amazing. So before you met Mulan, who already had her business doing her fruit and veg, before that, were you into food? I'd worked in hospitality, so I had, yeah, I'd worked overseas, I'd done a little bit of, well, worked for chefs in London, I'd worked in um, resorts in Australia and Queensland, I'd worked on Hamilton Island, so I was working in hospitality, not always, you know, chefing. My brother was a chef, that's why I signed up for the Auckland Hotel and Chef School. He actually wanted to to a chef's course so I, while I was organising the course for him I thought I'll do the course as well so I did the course in the next room no beside him. way yeah so it was sort of just a little bit of a spur of the moment thing so we ended up in classes beside each other um, and then while we're doing that Will and I were talking about maybe doing a cafe or anything like that as we come out so yeah that's out of him 
That's hilarious. So you were looking for your brother. Is he a younger brother? Yeah, he was actually on Hamilton Island with me. Um, I came back over here earlier, and he said he wanted to come back to New Zealand, and he's thinking of doing a course. So while he was still in Australia, I started setting up the course. So when he came back, he went straight into the course. And while I was filling out the paperwork and that, I started to get interested myself and thought, well, I've always wanted to do something with food, or I might as well give it a go. So I quit my job and... Um, yeah, started doing the course. That was very brave. Yeah, it was. We had to live pretty cheaply because it was student sort of allowance and that type of stuff. So, didn't have a car. I used to walk from Devonport across to Newmarket on the ferry, then across up through town just to save money on bus fare and stuff like that. So it was a bit tight for a while, but paid off in the end. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Had you guys met at that point? Yeah, I was. I was cycling. I was working in Albany. I used to cycle all the way from Devonport to Albany. I'd come back and instead of parking my bike outside a um, supermarket and getting it stolen, I used to park outside. Mill- shop and get and my sort of vegetables every day so yeah I wasn't ended up um, meeting my wife in a fruit shop yeah but that wasn't the plan but it worked out pretty good in the end yeah. <laughs> Mulan where are you originally from I'm from uh, China Canton yeah. yeah and when did you come here as a child um, no I come about 2001 and I was uh, coming for whole family uh, moving here to do the business Okay. You start a business, start a food shop business, and your food and veggie shop. So you were working with your family here? Yeah. Originally? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so your parents are here? Yeah. Are they proud of what you've achieved since leaving the fruit shop? Do they think it's amazing what you're doing, or do, do they yeah. think you're completely mad? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, my mum helping a lot. Is she? Yeah, and yeah, I think I got four children, and then my mum and my mother-in-law, they give us a lot of help. Look after the children, yeah. So you are one of four children? Yeah. And are you all here in New Zealand? Yeah. yeah. No, she's one of two children. She's got four children. I got four children. <laughs> Who's got oh, yeah. four children? You guys yeah, have four children. Yeah, we do four children. Have four children. <laughs> oh, I my got, goodness. Um, I just have one brother, yeah. Two oh, you have one brother? Two family, yeah. You actually did say I've got four children and I yeah. thought that you had made a mistake, which is my mistake. Yeah. No, sorry. I you have four children. Them. Good grief. How old are your children, guys? So the youngest is three, a little boy, and then we've got three girls going from uh, five, seven. No, six to uh, You tell me. Yeah, six, seven, eleven. Eleven, seven, six, and three. Yeah, and our oldest, the eleven-year-old, starting to help us. She did uh, street eats with us, and she became really good. She did the back of house stuff and kept us rolling. She likes the company. She does a lot of the help with the marketing and things like that. So it's quite good when your kids can start to help. Yeah, it is fantastic, isn't it? Because my two boys can help me with my kids' classes in particular now. <laughs> and in fact, the oldest one, I've even taken him to a couple of the corporate team build events, and he has really risen to the occasion. And I think. You know, it's quite good, isn't it? Because A, they see what you're doing as parents and, um, you know, you can it's, it's good role modelling to show them what much, it is yeah. that you're doing, which is awesome, uh, but also what great life skills they're gaining by oh, being yeah. a part of it. Being around business, um, Layla's already talking about what business she's going to start herself. I think in the future that will really help because mm. the structure of how people work is going to change. So being around business, seeing how hard it is, seeing the work you've got to put into it, I think that's been good for them. They they not just we don't just disappear and come back into the house and they wonder where we've been. They actually come with us and see how hard it is and what we do each day. You know, so it's quite good. And how hard has it been setting up a business like this yeah, from scratch? I sort of, yeah, I try not. We try not to be too negative, but it was really quite amazingly hard. Um, we sort of thought, oh, you just go and buy the machinery and start making and sell gelato, and we didn't think much past that. We even ordered machinery before we knew about food safety programs and. 
the legal aspects of it. We started ordering, and then as we as we were starting to use equipment, we started to realize, oh, this is going to be a lot harder. So we had to write a food safety program, and that was expensive. We built our uh, commercial kitchen from scratch. We literally built it ourselves, not paid someone to build it. So we were working on Christmas Day, Boxing Day, trying to finish it. Um, our families made sacrifices like that. So really, uh, you know, if people say, oh, well, should you go and start some this, really think about hard about how much you could sacrifice, how much hard work you could put in, because it was way harder, and it's still hard. You think, oh, I'm up and running, it'll get easier. But it's really hard. You've got to replace your equipment, increase your capacity, look for new events, uh, it, it was really quite surprisingly hard. We, we were surprised by that. But once we'd started, couldn't really turn back, you know. Mm, but yeah. we very enjoyed the uh, selling and... Talking to the customers. We really yeah. enjoy the customer feedback. So that's what keeps you going. People say, oh, we, we like what you're doing. We saw you last year here. And so when you're feeling a bit down or it's getting tough, you think about those people and that's what keeps you going. People appreciate what you're doing. When we were growing, we didn't get much feedback like that. People just try and haggle you down on your price and mm. things like that. With this, there's not really arguments about price. It's enjoy what you're doing. So it's a lot better that way. We enjoy that. That's what keeps us going, just the customers. Yeah. And what, why did you decide to do – what is it that set – You've obviously set yourself apart by deliberately doing the organic gelato yeah, and that, also the vegan style. Yeah, so not all we've, we our gelato is vegetarian. Then we have about two thirds of our products are vegan. Um, when we first got going, we already had three children. I think at that stage, we wanted to make something that wasn't full of colourings. We went into a few ice cream shops and had a look around. A lot of them had bright colours, obviously fake. We straight away thought we don't want to do that. We don't want our children to be eating colourings and. Things like that. That sort of led us to look for what ingredients didn't have colourings, and a lot of those come up as organic. So we decided, well, it'd be a good idea to go organic anyway. And we live in a country with just great produce, um, great ingredients. Why would you import things like powders and make your gelato out of that? We thought we'd make it from scratch, make it properly. It was just what we really made what we would want if we come across a gelato store. And we just tried some of the other products, the big names, and that and thought, well, we could do better than that. That's really as much thought as we put into it. We're just Something we would want ourselves. Enjoy ourselves. Yeah, something we could enjoy, yeah. Mm. Has that been tricky to be able to find all the product, you know, the, to consistently be able to get fresh organic produce to be able to create your product? It was at first because we, I went at it from the wrong angle. I just got a list of things I wanted to make and then tried to find the ingredients to suit. But now we look at what list of things are available and we work back from there. And in a way, that's been good because we've had to use... There isn't heaps of organic things to choose from as far as produce. So we've had to work with things you wouldn't otherwise do. So we do an avocado pop, uh, popolato. We um, we use rosemary in some of our stuff. So it makes you a bit more creative. The things that we can't get, like we can't get organic pineapple, we just don't do it. We just accept that. So mm. some things we just can't have. But they we're pretty good, at, especially in summer. You've got um, black doris plums uh, in the autumn. We've got fijoa. So we're, we're pretty right. We've got enough to keep going. It's not that hard. But, yeah, once we changed our mindset and just looked at what was available and worked back, then it got a lot easier. And have you got the suppliers of those fruits and herbs and things that you're using, like, really on board now? Are they kind of excited to be supplying you and realising what you're doing? No, I don't, I don't think. We don't really talk to them too much. Not really. Some of them are. We've brought some directly from the people, and they've tried it and pretty amazed. A couple of them do, but a lot of them the know. Fijo, we have, yeah. yeah, the Fijoas, um some of the suppliers do. A lot of them probably still don't know what we do. They deal with a lot of people, so I don't think they uh, individually notice what you're up to. Okay. Now, and you're not often with produce. You're not dealing directly with the people. You buy it off one main supplier. Because of the paperwork chain, you've got to keep a paperwork trail. 
everything we buy we need to have traceability mm. so you can't just wander around and buy it here and there you've got to have it through a system you see ah uh, okay so that you can or, trace it back because we're and be a, authentically yeah, organic not just the organic for the food safety side of it. We've got a food safety program, so everything we do is traceable from the source where we brought it from. So we need to where we buy it from needs to be traceable. We have a paper chain, yeah. Okay, gosh, yeah, that's the side of yeah, uh, your business that probably a yeah. lot of people don't no, realise. Well, we I never knew how complex and hard and how expensive that would to be. And every day I work on that. Everything we receive in, we need to record and follow. Um, Temperature, temperature check and uh, yeah, package. so packaging, check the packaging, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of work just complying all the time with the with the food safety. But in a way, it's good because it stops people from doing things um, shortcutting. Mm-hmm. You can't do it in New Zealand by um, shortcutting. You have to do it properly. So it's good. Once we realise that, we're quite happy with it. But it does take a lot of work every day mm-hmm. to keep up with it. Yeah, yeah and once your head the headspace comes around, but it was probably a shock to start oh, with. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of technical. We have to send tests in all the time, um, things like that, all that sort of surprise if we hadn't thought all that through. But now we're used to it, it's all right, but in the beginning yeah, it was a lot of work to get our heads around, and we're going to use a bit more technology how we record and what we do, so we want to make use technology to make less work of that if we can. Yeah, that's the plan this year. And who is making all the ice cream? Mostly it's Mulan. Um, She's a talking. I am talking. She says she, it's me. Um, Nathan, he is just talking. I yeah. Well, there's a lot. I actually do the paperwork, do the ordering. I spend a lot of time trying to get into events. One thing is, is every the new product, I need to taste it. Mm -hmm. To try it, use Mm -hmm. the shape, the tongue to try that. Mm, That flavor is right. Or that flavor, you need to incur a little bit too strong. Yeah, so I taste the product, yeah. um, which I don't mind. And we do make some products. That's and why she's getting... fatter than me. <laughs> <laughs> we do make some that just don't make it. We we even brought one year, we brought a whole lot of real expensive organic cherries. And we were really excited to do something with cherry. And everyone had been asking for it. And when we tasted it, it just had no taste. The cherries just didn't come through. So we ended up tipping it all out. And we never made it again, but we lost hundreds of dollars on that one. So, yeah, that's, it's a trial and error. But, yeah, Mulan makes it. I taste. I sometimes get in the kitchen when we're really busy, but mostly I'm just trying to catch up on paperwork, filling out forms, uh, ordering, stuff like that, doing the food safety program. So, Mulan, if you're making it, it's just you? Or do you have someone to help you? No, just me. Just you. So mm-hmm. how much, how many, explain how many days you're making ice cream or... or how many flavours are you making? Seasonal, so Seasonal in the moment not, in, not as much as in yeah. summer, but in summer sometimes works till three in the morning, sometimes mm-hmm. all night. Yeah, because the machine even start, you don't want to stop, start, stop, start. You need to, uh, before you clean, you, you, you get out of the kitchen, you have everything to clean it properly and get out of it. You can't be, leave the things there. No, so it's time. easier to just keep, keep going. Yeah, keep going, finish your target, uh, Finish your, uh, the target to make the old ice cream ready for the weekend. Most of my product is um, fresh mix. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think every two weeks I need to make a new lot. That's all my products just last two weeks. Okay. So yeah. if you've got a function on the weekend, you spend that week prepping mm-hmm. for that function. Yeah. yeah. You sell out of, of that or hopefully uh, otherwise you sell it the following weekend yeah. and then that's finished yeah. and then yeah. you're starting again. Yeah. But I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you selling these ice creams, you two as well. Yeah. So you are making them all week, and then you as a family are getting out there and selling them as well. Yes. Yeah, seven days and longer hours. We'd, we'd probably 
have a lot more time with the kids if we both had jobs. We we spend more time working on this than if you had normal jobs. So it's not an easy way to, to, to earn a living. We spend more time than, than anyone else on this business. And like Milan, yeah, sometimes doesn't go to bed. We get up and then she made enough for the event and we get the caravan ready and head off to the event. So he hasn't had any sleep. And we go to food events and things, and we don't even get time to eat sometimes. So, mm. yeah, if people are thinking of a food truck, think about all this first before you run out there and buy it. Think about how hard it's going to be. Think you're going to be away from your kids a lot, and you're going to have to work really, really hard to make it work. It's um, it's not an easy way, especially gelato. There's a there's a lot of work involved in it, you know. But another thing is nobody told me what I'm doing. Yeah, we're I, free I to create, do that, I'm free to create. I'm happy to talk to the customer and the feedback that that's so listening to so listening to that that's that is my question. Are you doing what you love? Is that what keeps you going? Are you happy in what you're doing? Is yeah. that are you passionate about yeah, it? Yeah, we are. We wouldn't have we wouldn't have been able to get through the tough times, you know, if if we weren't passionate. Then we we're passionate about giving something that people enjoy and we get the feedback from. I think that's a bit we both agree that we enjoy is people appreciate it. So that makes you keep mm. working, get up early, work late. If people didn't understand straight away what we're doing, I don't think we would have toughed it out. But the feedback was pretty good straight away, and it stays good, and more and more people are catching on. Our marketing and that isn't catchy, but really our product sells itself. So once people taste it, they sort of start saying, where can I find you again? They come looking for you. So that's what sort of motivates us, is we don't really want to let people down. And we do enjoy that. We enjoy making it. We enjoy talking about the ingredients. We enjoy Mm. coming up with new flavors as well. That's the fun stuff. So while there's a lot of stuff that's a bit boring paperwork, but there is a lot of fun. We're lucky. Now, kids are lucky. We sell ice cream. We talk about ice cream. <laughs> Everywhere we go, we're looking for ingredients. So it's become our life, you know. it's That's another part thing, of we wouldn't, wouldn't know yeah, what else to do. Another thing is uh, quite important is uh, because that we is love food, the people, and then we make a lot of people is the foodie people. Correct. For, for example, you too. Mm, yeah, mm. that is create our our... Network of foodies, foodies, which is nice. very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And the other vendors, we enjoy talking to the other food truck guys and the people that hold the events. So there's a lot, there is a kind of community. We enjoy that now. We'd miss that if we ever stopped. We we really enjoy the other food vendors. They know what it's like too. So you sort of moan and complain and then you share events and talk about what worked and what didn't. So we enjoy all that. Is it a a good uh, sharing community in that are people um, happy and willing to share or do you find them a bit? Yeah, different levels for different people. Obviously, other ice cream companies sort of maybe don't share, but they there's a kind of a thing you stay away from each other's areas as well. Mm. So um, we don't ever talk negatively about any of them. So yeah, there is, and the other other we often send a text. Did you hear about this event and whatever? So we're helping each other get events. We've got quite a tight little community like that, and we just enjoy we we like what a lot of them do. Enjoy their products, and we want them to be successful too. With food trucks, it's quite hard to get through the winter. So a lot of us are always really trying to help each other get through, and then all of a sudden it takes off and you get busy again. From September it starts to get pretty busy, so yeah, we enjoy that, but we're all trying to give each other as many events to do and get through winter Mm. is one of the things, yeah. And I know that you did have an outlet, a permanent outlet for a while, Mm. um, and that's gone by the wayside, not by your choice, but through a lease situation. Uh, Will you revisit that? Are you keen? Yeah, so for the moment we've... We're probably not at the moment, we're talking about this morning on the way in, we're probably going to concentrate on just getting the caravan up and running properly, do as many events as we can, and we might look at that later on. We've sort of, it's a lot of work and a lot of money to put into the shop, and then when it, it didn't last, it, it really sort of shook us a bit, so we're going to recover from that. Also, there's a bit of a trend now, Auckland is catching on like the rest of the world to this food truck and mm. thing, so we're on the right track now, and with a shop, the other thing is during the week, 
it can often be quiet. So you're paying a lease all week, but you're only making money sort of in the weekends or in the evenings. So with a food truck, you can go where the people are and where the action is, so you can move around. So we're thinking that might be a better way. Gelato is quite fickle. There's not many people that make a good go of it in New Zealand. There's only a couple that are really lasted. And that's because of their location, and those locations are quite expensive. So, and Auckland is getting more expensive. So, it's something we'll think about. We might look out our way more. We live out um, northwest Auckland. We think there's could be an area out there that might. We'll keep our eyes open, but at the moment, just stick to the caravan for a little while. We might do actually do two caravans because. Um, there's a lot of events that are on the same day, so we're looking at getting another caravan, probably be the strategy. Yeah, we order, have a dream, have a farm, can build our... Um, Production area on yeah. the farm. Yeah. On and the have farm berries. And have a berry, that sort of... Feed showers. It's a freedom that um, the that, uh, freedom happy. Mm. And, yeah, that sort so of... So you'll be able to grow mm. some of the ingredients that you use. Yeah. Yeah. Create your ice cream yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. what we all the dream is, but don't know can get it or not but we're working hard that's what, it. what you're working the long yes. term yeah yeah that sounds like sort a lovely like a destination idea place, yeah i mean the have you met the girl and her husband who run the gelati place on waiheke yeah yeah we we met mm. them they actually tried our product we haven't had time to go over <laughs> last time we were going to go over and talk to them and um, we haven't had time but they've tried it and we've talked to them yeah we, we'll probably go and head out with the kids this summer and, and try it but mm. we know they're making it from scratch as well it looks like a really good product so we're pretty keen to try that yeah now. they're fantastic she mm. and i know each other quite well and yeah. uh, but they're in a similar situation to you that they're doing absolutely everything themselves and you know their kids don't see them very much because yeah. mum's always making the gelati and dad's yeah. making the, the coffees and they're in there selling as well and everyone wants to see the owners you, you know this this is the thing about the food business isn't it whether you're a chef or whether it's you with your food truck or whether it's me holding an event at the end of the day you are the product and brand as yeah. well. So people want to see Nathan and Mulan yep. if they know La Lele. Yep. They want to see Vanessa if it's mm. Vanessa's corporate team build event. They don't want someone else coming along, no. you know. Yep. So it, it, it is difficult and it's the fun part. I agree with you. That's what I love. I love the people meeting. I, that's what gives me the energy to keep going as well. Often I bemoan an event before the event and then afterwards I'm like, yes, <laughs> yeah. this is why I do it. Yeah. I just met the best people mm. and had the greatest time. Uh, and that's what keeps me going, but uh, it does mean that it's always about you. You yeah. always feel that like you have to be the front person. Yeah, with um, ours, is, it's it's going. Well, we, we've decided and that's our strategy is to keep it pretty small. People say, "Are you going to distribute and all that?" Well, we'd lose the buying directly from us type of feel. So we're just going to keep it us. Um, sell directly people do want to meet us so that'd be our maximum just to have two food trucks would be the ideal and maybe one store where we could manufacture it as well one one outlet and that would be it we don't have plans to distribute all over new zealand we just want to keep it local people always meet us always um, can talk to us and we that's a bit we enjoy so we don't want to lose that uh, we did for a little while think about distribution, but we're probably just going to sell the product ourselves as our longer-term strategy now. Mm, although those South Island people might be sad. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. They can come to Auckland and nice, try but, yeah. <laughs> Everyone comes to Auckland eventually, they'll find us, yeah. yeah. I don't know, I think it'll be interesting to talk to you in a few more years and see if you're distributing, because at some point you probably want to grow. Yeah, we'd have to yeah use technology and um, upgrade the machinery. We'd, right, we'd, capacity's an issue, and it, it, to the next step up to distribute, you need a much bigger kitchen, and uh, mm. that's a pretty big investment. So we're not sure. We we've put on three phase power over the winter, so we're going to up our own capacity just so we can cope with the summer events. So we might be able to, but yeah, probably 
just buying directly off us is the, is the main plan at the moment. Mm. Mm. And the kids obviously love the ice cream. Oh, yeah. they love it. But Every, they <laughs> can't have it all the time. Mm. They because, don't have as much as you'd think because, because it's the, in the deep freeze. Yeah, you can have just uh, when they come to the event to visit us. Yes. And then they can have much Have a little care. taste. Yeah. Not yes. taste. Have no, a but they have one or they have a double scoop. <laughs> we don't, people imagine we'd be feasting on ice cream or gelato every day, but we don't because it's stored away and very cold, so you can't scoop it. It's only when you go to an event that it's uh, scoopable. You know, you put it in the display freezer, so we're not right. eating it every day. We don't even have dessert in our house. We only have it when we, we go to an event. But that's good in a way we enjoy it too, and sometimes we'll taste it and like, oh, well, that's good, and we'll have a flavour that we haven't tried for a while for ourselves, and we just look at it from a customer's point of view and go, oh, no, that's really good, that one or should we change this for something else so we don't feast on it day in day out the kids only get it maybe once a week or maybe less something like that so but they do enjoy the parents having an ice cream caravan <laughs> out in the driveway sometimes yeah. <laughs> i can imagine birthday parties at your house would yeah. be fun if we yeah. did yeah. do that we did, Have a gelato, you done that? Yeah, yeah. We did one of our daughter's birthdays we had a gelato party and it was the most well-attended gelato uh, kids party you've ever seen i bet i bet <laughs> yeah, we put it on the invite and we were inundated with kids <laughs> or they stray away to go to Come to the uh, the the driveway. They try to go to yeah. the um, the ice cream. cream. Yeah, yeah. We had party games in that plan, but they just kept re-queuing for more and more ice cream. So that turned out to be an easy event to run. Exactly. You know? I remember my dad. We always had uh, my dad at birthday parties would have that old-fashioned, huge, big, like ice round ice box style ice cream maker with the crank. Oh. And they would. My mum would make the mixture in the house pour it into the middle and my dad would sit in front of this thing with a hand crank turning around a you know like an ice bin Mm -hmm. filled circle I mean nowadays yeah you'd put it onto your KitchenAid or something but no this was hand cranked and then the the second one would be in the freezer and he'd turn it and churn it and churn it until eventually it would turn into like a soft ice cream Mm -hmm. and we'd have these really pale old fashioned and, you know, uh, ice cream cones from yeah, the, the supermarket, old the old yeah, school ones, ones. Yeah, yeah. which were soft. And, and I remember when the square version came out because they're <laughs> always the cone shape and then the square version yeah. came out. And people would come to my birthday parties for the ice cream. And it was the same deal. No one ever wanted to play games. Yeah. Everyone would just hang around my father who was sitting there sweating, <laughs> yep. you know, hand cranking this homemade ice cream. And mum would make this gorgeous anglaise mixture, the vanilla wow. bean anglaise oh. that would be poured in. It was just this vanilla bean ice cream yeah well you'd be the, the most popular kid in the whole I neighborhood I was so popular <laughs> <laughs> where's your birthday uh, where's your birthday always yeah the big <laughs> on the calendar. exactly exactly gosh you've actually brought back memories because I just have mm. visions now of all little people you still all... got that machine yeah, I don't know I'll have to, to ask my dad yeah, gosh. That'd be cool, yeah. What dads nowadays would sit around hand-cranking ice cream for their kids. That was very yeah. special, actually. I must remember to text my dad later and say, See you were a, a photo, star. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So apart from ice cream, for your kids, let's get on to the kids because um, you obviously have made some pretty firm choices about what they, you know, how you'd like them to eat. What, what is your sort of philosophy for eating at home? Um, with regards to organics and fresh, and yeah. Well, if we if we can, we don't eat exclusively most, organic, but we mostly, if we come across, organic, yeah, we've got bit, quite a bit yeah. of our own produce. Um, Pawpaw's mum's a really good gardener, so we've got a, a lot of um, Chinese vegetables, bok mm-hmm. choy, and that sort of thing. So we eat pretty well. She often we puts in a proper a snow pea at the home and eating the egg ourselves. Yeah, egg. homegrown. Yeah. Oh, you have homegrown eggs. Yeah, yeah. and she's really good at growing flat beans, snow peas, and things mm. like that. So we eat pretty well. 
Um, yeah, so we eat a lot of that. And are you are you vegetarian as a family? No, used I, to. I was. You used to be. Yeah, I was. I change it. Yeah, I was. When I was met Mulan, I was a cyclist, so I didn't have cars. I was a vegetarian, um, yeah. and now I've got a, a van, a diesel burning van, and eat and a music caravan. And, yeah, and, and make ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> so it totally changed my life. But um, we went to China, and it was quite hard to be vegetarian there. Ended yeah, up, it's impossible. Ended up eating a lot of yum char and no, put on a hell of a lot of weight. You, you have to eat meat, otherwise you come on my heart. Nobody cooking yeah. no meat for yeah. you. Yeah, wouldn't you be have welcome. To exactly. So, but we are with with my, our kids. Well, the oldest daughter, she's quite interested in becoming vegan. We're talking about it. We often will have vegan meals if we go out, and so we're vegan aware. Um, we probably might go down that path in, in the future, but it takes quite Less a bit of work. Meat, having, I think. Yeah, we already mm. reduced the amount. We don't have dairy, like so. I I drink soy milk. So we're sort of aware of it. We're heading that way, but we haven't sort of made that full decision yet. We're not sure if we can. It's quite hard to do. Mm, it is quite hard to do. And I was, it was interesting because I was just talking to someone earlier and we were talking about uh, the fact that I have recently, you know, went into a health food shop and I kind of went in with the vision that I was going to buy a massive shop in there and do, do a big shop. And the prices were so eye-watering mm. that I ended up getting two or three things that I knew would be I'd be hard-pressed to find anywhere else and driving out and in despair, actually, and just thinking that's, that's actually quite frustrating because I would have loved to have done a massive shop in there, but yeah. I was so horrified by the prices. Mm. I really struggled yeah. to see how you could... No, you could, but I think it's even the supermarkets, some of the supermarkets we use, you'll find organic organic products in there and they're even mixed in with the mainstream products mm. so it'll become more mainstream we pay more for our ingredients that's why our selling price is a little bit higher as well we pay of more course. than your standard milk and things like that and we don't mind that we accept that but yeah some of the some of the specialized organic shops you get a shock i mean and the people aren't buying much and they never fill up their trolley put it that way they just get a little handful of stuff and mm. leave but i think it will become more mainstream i wish new zealand would go totally organic i think it's really the future we can't keep poisoning the land and then expecting it to feed us you know so we're very into it we've become more into it since we've had this business um but yeah it would be very expensive to to do it exclusively big thing is try and grow your own just use spray free Mm. um you really if you keep an eye on your veggies you don't need to spray a lot of the sprays are just for um, weeds and pests if you keep an eye on them you can sort that out yourself without any chemicals how do you stop the birds eating all your vegetables um, we didn't. We don't this property. Problem? Yeah, we didn't. We, the property right before we had a lot of problem with pukeko eating the the watermelon that sort of things. We just have to chase them off. Um, there wasn't really anything you could do. But um, and we with plums and things like that, you pick them early enough before the birds get on them. But um, or put some net. On yeah, nets. Yeah. But it depends how big your garden is. But yeah, really, we didn't. Your mum's veggies doesn't have much trouble now. But one place had a lot of trouble with pukeko is pulling out the small seedlings and things like that. They're quite a nuisance. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But you can um, morning go for a walk and yes. then chase. the chasing. Yeah, morning and night time most. Spend a lot of time, time running yeah. around flapping your arms and yelling. <laughs> mm. That's, That's a good pretty job normal. For the yeah, kids. scare the pukekos and ducks out of the garden. <laughs> That's definitely a good job for the children. Yeah, <laughs> good as us. So with your uh, back to you, Mulan, for your creation of the gelatos. Do you is it where do you draw your inspiration? Do you, is it purely on the produce that's available at the time, or do you do reading? Do you use the internet to look up other people's ideas? Where do you mm. get your ideas for your flavour combinations, or do you just experiment and try? I think that some because me and Nathan is um, 
quite like the food, and we quite like the talking about the favor everything. Yeah, we look at the not internet or mm-hmm. the or we go somewhere. We always look at the. Uh, Everything the we see between magazines buy, and the magazine that we see those thing, and then we uh, when we go to the supermarket, we we see those uh, in ingredients and over the and things over. over, and then we have a try, have a taste. We make it make it try, and we taste that flavor, and then we thinking what's going well. We always talking that, and after that thinking, oh, that flavor, I think I like it. And let us try to put it in the ice cream and how that work is like that. That is to come out. It's kind of we always worry about the flavor. This yeah. come out like that. Um, if we, we look at the, we go to the cafe and we see the cafe. The people use that. Oh, that is quite interesting. A lot of that's why we always uh, the combination. Yeah, of combination flavors. of flavor. We always uh, go to. Um, Different try the different food. We like food. That's why um try different country food or we we try, we have looked at the recipe what they put in there. That's the yeah. creative fun bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. we yeah. we talk even when we're driving the car or anything. We're talking about ingredients. Um, maybe we'll change this or and sometimes you just like oh, we really love cardamom. So we think, oh, what could we use with cardamom? Our orange Yum. goes with cardamom. So sometimes just one ingredient will lead to the main flavour, but we think, oh, we must use that, or we like caraway seeds, what would go with that, or what about this? And so just a herb that you're doing something else with, or a spice, will give you an idea, and it might take two or three goes, but you'll get it right. We, we've done some that haven't worked, though, because we did... Um, <laughs> well, we really like... like well, it was caraway seeds, so we did carrot... Uh, yeah, we carrot, go to the Indi, 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 Indian... Uh, 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 the restaurant we try the 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 karaisi. So what yeah, quite nice, nice aftertaste in your mouth. The special there after the Indian meal, they give you the with the uh, sweet and the karaisi for your after mm-hmm. after the meal. And mm. then mm, that flavor in the, our mouth is quite nice. How can we make that in the dejo? So, yeah, so we're we did, thinking yeah, yeah, we did carrot, coconut, and caraway seed. Um, popsicles and they're really really nice beautiful like we're so happy how they turned out and they just didn't sell so sometimes your ideas the people are not ready for it or they want most people go for berries so we've had some ideas that just didn't work so not all of it so and there's only about two customers that wanted it over and over and they weren't very happy when we took it off the menu I said I can't keep carrying it around to all these events in case you show up you know you're the only one that's buying it so yeah it was a bit of a disaster it was really really good but um, sometimes it just doesn't but doesn't I wonder work. if something like that then you could probably market that to a restaurant. Yeah, we don't really you want don't to really supply want to get restaurants. Into that. So a lot of them they want to make their own des- desserts or ice cream. They've got the machines now on their, in ah, their okay. thing. So we've sort of tried that. They don't want to pay the price that we need to sell it to them for fair either. Enough, so fair enough. We've decided not that avenue either. So yeah, we, but we are influenced by what we eat, what restaurants we go to. We just see one little ingredient and it'll send us on a on a talk, and then we try and find the ingredients to match. Yeah. So what I'm hearing, without a doubt, is there's no way you could do this on your own. No, there's too much work. Um, it only works as a team, and we mm. kind of balance each other. We've got different skills. We're both quite resourceful. We're prepared to put in the hard work. Um, I've got a background where I've done construction, that sort of things, and amazingly that you need it for ice cream because you need to fix things. We've made our own equipment. We're like, we built the kitchen, so having a diverse 
uh, working history, both of us and Mulan having worked in business, we can make decisions about, Mulan's quite good at making quick decisions on it, is it a good idea, does it suit what we're trying to do, so we balance each other on that, yeah, it's not easy, it's one person would be too much work, I don't know how some of these guys that are really busy cope with the workload, because um, making gelato is quite hard, takes quite a lot of hours, yeah. Yeah, and I think also if you both weren't into it and passionate about it, and on the same sort of journey... You just. It would I would just, have given up, yeah, already yeah. if I was by myself because we wouldn't have just got each other through. Sometimes one person's having a bad day or something goes wrong. You come If you drop something on the, and then you make a mess, the other person comes and helps tidy up and clean up and get back on track and get going again. But if you're by yourself, you'd probably just walk out and keep going sometimes, you know, because yeah. it's the middle of the night and machinery breaks down. You've both got to make a decision about what you do. Keep going, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's supporting each other through when it's tough. It's not all fun, but a lot of it's fun. We do enjoy getting to the event, chatting to them, the people, and when it's a buzz and. We just did street eats. There was a we had a huge queue and we're busy all day and you're on a high and so there's some really good times like that and it's good to be in a team like that. I think wow, we just did really well. We both worked together really well. Um, enjoy that part of it. Yeah, so it is it is good to have two people. You keep each other going really. Yeah, that's cool. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So I think you know the takeaways for people that are listening to this that are kind of trying to break into the market is you know which we which we. Those of us in the food industry well know is it is long hours yeah. and it is hard work and it is a bumpy ride. The satisfaction's there because we're doing what we love, which is being surrounded by food and foodies and being able to be part of a community of foodies. But uh, it's certainly, you know, you need to be realistic about the amount of time, effort and, and, and the boring stuff that goes with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not all passion and creativity. No, yeah. when, you, when you when you cutting uh, twenty or forty kg the orange or cutting um, five five k the uh, fijo that times yeah, it's we, not we, fun. We, but we, yeah, we you um, keep we doing, keep doing. Five yeah. crates of fijo is this time like at a time five crates, and it takes a lot of peeling and scooping, and you're working till sort of a ten, eleven. 12 at night so it nearly ruins your love of Fiji so after we finish those ones we're like no we'll stop that for a while because it'll make us hate them but yeah so it is you've got to realise the hard work um, has to pay off with enjoying it yeah like being part of a community talking to the others talking to the customers so there's with us we get that every weekend every weekend we get to talk to our customers so we see who buys it who eats it and we enjoy that part of it so yeah work hard through the week and then enjoy selling it it does work out quite well that way mm. and where did the name come from La Lele is that am I saying it correctly yeah that's perfect um that it was really hard. We we drove around trying to think of a company name, and it's hard to come up with a name. You think you've got one, then you look on the internet, and someone's already got that name, that yeah. type of thing. So it drove us. To when we think, when we thinking the name, we slipping on the bed and thinking, thinking. Midnight, we still couldn't think about the name. Try us crazy. Just one day, just watching the TV or something, I just see the somebody say La Lele or something. I say I quite like that name. And then I always attracted to the elder starter because our four kids, the name, the start for the elder too, is Layla, Loretta, Legita, Landon. Ah. And then that name coming up. Okay. (laughs) That name's coming up. I say, maybe it's that. And then I tell tell Nathan, Nathan go to the internet, uh, checking it, then have a look at, the, what that means and then come up is uh, Turip so and in, in, I mm-hmm. checked the name to make sure it didn't mean any negative in yes. another language which is quite an important yes. thing 
And so I put it in and all these pictures of tulips came up and I was like, that's a bit weird. I wonder what, why is that? All these pictures of Kuchenhof and that in Holland. And then I dug a bit deeper and it means tulip in the Romanian language. So I thought that's not negative. That's quite nice. Oh, it's all colourful lovely. and beautiful. So we went with that. So it was and nature. Of, yeah, mm. and, and colourful and so not negative. And so, yeah. Oh, we, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's actually a lovely story. Yeah, it was, yeah, but it was a long process to come up with. But the thing is, it's not overly catchy, but now we're used to it. It's kind of unique and people know it's us. So we quite like it now. Yeah. Exactly. I like it. I think it's oh, great. But you. I did not realise that your four children all had names. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was hard for me because we got started with Al from suggestion. And, and then there's a whole like, instant, I think. It's yeah. started out of two, and then, oh, well. It's Might as well go with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Each baby had to try and come up with a good name, saying with else it was quite difficult. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So you've got five children, actually, because you yeah. can count your... That's what yeah. we think. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, guys, before I let you go, because I know you've got a function tonight and you have to go and uh, prep your truck and get there uh, to sell some more of your gorgeous ice cream, I'm going to ask you some either-or questions. All right, are you yeah, ready? Yeah, I think so. Yes. <laughs> so, carrot or pumpkin? Carrot. How about you? Pumpkin. More than pumpkin. <laughs> All right, stone fruit or berries? Oh, stone fruit, black doris plums. Oh, I'm stone fruit too. You're stone fruit as well. Red wine or white wine? Uh, we both don't drink, no but I'll say Oh, <laughs> you don't drink at all? No, we're, we're too busy. And, yeah. Um, and we yeah, want we to want set a good, good example for, for the children. children. Yeah. No small, no drink at home. Yeah. Oh. Cups of tea is our only vice. Yeah. Oh, that's your vice. You don't yeah. drink coffee either. Uh, we've, got, we've got a really good coffee machine, actually, but only now and again because we end up getting too wide if you have too many and we have to work late at night. So, yeah, we've got a, we've got a Lama Zoka machine at home, but um, we don't use it that much. We love oh. coffee, but don't drink that much of it. Very healthy couple. Very healthy. But I can see that. If you're working the hours that you're working. Yeah. We need yeah. to have, um, yeah, stamina really. We yeah. need to work long. So if you have a big peak in the morning and really wide on coffee, then by about 11 at night you're in big trouble. So we yeah, can't do true. that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Summer or winter? Summer. Yeah. Because of the business yeah. or because no, you really I always, love because <laughs> She's from a warm climate. Yes, where course. Mulan's from, it's coconut trees. It's yep. very tropical and warm. I love uh, summer. Yeah, for me, um, I, now I've got the business at summer because that's related to money, but I come from Murawai where I love the winter. It's windy and everything there, so winter out in Murawai is nice and quiet and you have the place to yourself, so mm. winter's pretty cool out there. Do you surf? I grew up surfing. I haven't surfed my surfboard sitting in a mate's garage where he uses it, and, and I just put one of my other surfboards on tray me this week. So, um, oh, sad. I am a former surfer. I lived above Maori Bay, um, so yeah, did a lot of surfing. I grew up surfing, yeah, whole life surfing. I forgot to ask where you grew up. I asked where yeah. Mulan grew up. Oh uh, yeah, Murawai. Yeah, Murawai. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so city or country? I think you've already oh, answered. We're country. This. Uh, we're yeah. country. country. Small used town. to, I'm um, city, but now I she changed me. He we moved out west, and so yeah. we haven't moved all the way. Mulan doesn't like the cold and the cold winds, so she couldn't handle Mirawai, so Fanua Pies is as close west as I can get. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, fritters or pies? Oh, we just both ate a pie on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> what sort of pie did you eat? So we've got a really, we're lucky. a long time we didn't have a pie, though. Yeah, it was just a one-off because we had to go to a school Olympics, so we're a bit hungry before coming here, mm. so we quickly... But a friend of mine runs a... Um, it's called the Dairy in Fanua Pie. Um, she makes amazing pies. They're made there on the premises, so it was Yum. really good. She sells um, ice cream and pies, and it's really busy. So drop in there in Fanua Pie. Good plug for my friend there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lamb or beef? Beef. Mm, yeah, beef, I suppose. Don't really think about that. Yeah. Maybe French fries or chunky chips, if you were going to indulge? I don't know. Uh, French? French fries. French fries. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Yeah. There's that salt and hot sort of oily... Yeah, we well we yeah, were sounding really unhealthy all of a sudden, but we had to go to guides last night. So again, in between um, places, we we had chips as well last night. So yeah, you're not chips. unhealthy. Yeah, no, we were talking about health food. No, we're not actually. Are we? I know. Well, you know you Even are, you're but sometimes you you're Somehow you need some that. You're busy. Yeah, yeah you're the busy kids, parents. The you're kids real. always ask for chips. You know, can we have fish chips? So you have to sometimes. Yeah, yeah the good old fish and chips. Yeah. Uh, what about favourite cookbooks? Do you have a favourite cookbook? We don't spend a lot of time. Looking at cookbooks. I'm I've used got, to buy a lot of the cookbook, but... Yeah, uh, we don't actually get time to do it. Now, with the internet, you don't really look through them as much because you just can quickly search a recipe. We've got um, some from Kylie Kwong. Yep, Australian. love Kylie Kwong. Yeah, and we've watched... We, If we do get time to watch TV, we watch the Choice Channel and we watch some of Kylie Kwong stuff and some mm. of that sort of stuff on on the eating eating programme. So yeah. we, we more mm. would watch that. Um, yeah, we've... we've few cookbooks we don't go through so I've got Saffron from the guy down in Cromwell mm-hmm. um, a few books like that I've got a few but I haven't looked through I've forgotten what we've got we've got a good stack but don't go through them that much yeah. speaking of Saffron do you, have you ever tried anything with Saffron in your ice cream we, we've talked about it um, in the chef's course we used it quite a bit and, mm. and we liked it but I'm not sure it would but have a mango strong enough well yeah. with mm. we just started doing a mango we did masala chai spices which <gasps> we did talk about um, just so it comes out like a lassi we did talk a little bit about saffron something maybe think about what would go good with it um, saffron mm, I don't the know I yeah it's not super strong is it so no. just a colour yeah, yeah. colour in nice colour yeah. mm, maybe, maybe with the cardamom saffron gelato Saffron, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Just only one flavour because such a... People sometimes want it simple. One guy wanted yeah. milk gelato, so that's obviously gelato without flavour. We're like, what? Where did that come from? Oh, Italy. Yeah, he said Italy. Italy. I was like, oh, I never noticed it. But so, Fiordalate. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. it's called Fiordalate, and it's uh, milk mm-hmm. gelato, and it's just pure milk. milk. Yeah, well, that doesn't make sense to me at all, but I, he, he was swore, but he was actually English, but, but he swore. I think it can yeah. make the sense. Some the, some the lolly, just a milk. Yes, like the oh, little yeah. milk yeah. bottle lollies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My kids loved the Fiordalate when we were mm. in Italy. Isn't it funny? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, I thought that <laughs> Another favor. when we were kids, I thought vanilla was, I didn't realize vanilla was a flavor. I thought well, that was plain course, because same. I hadn't tasted good quality Vanilla, vanilla bean. Before, yeah. I know. It was same. a little bit far away from vanilla beans at that stage. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah so totally. probably the similar thing. Yeah. Hey guys, thank you so much for coming You're in. Welcome. Obviously, on our show notes, we'll put up all the details about your food truck thank and you. where you tend to be and how people can find you and they can follow you on Facebook. But thank you so much for making the time to come in. It was so insightful, actually, and I think that listeners will really appreciate this podcast about how honest you are about, <laughs> you know, two sides to the business, which yeah. you know a lot of people will often just be marketing, and you have to. Um, you can't walk around and be truly honest all the time because you know that's that's not where you're at you're sort of smiling faces and selling your product and you need to be really positive so this has given you a forum also to be honest and behind the scenes and say hey look we're all working hard and these are the pros and cons to it all but we love what we do so thanks for sharing oh thank thank you for having us we enjoyed it thank you cool Thank you all for listening to another episode of Food Family and Friends podcast. It's really a pleasure to be able to share such amazing stories and journeys of our guests with you. If you would like some more recipe ideas, some tips, tricks, a little bit of blogging, then make sure you jump on the foodfamilyfriendspodcast.com website where we'll be sharing lots of information with you. Also, you can have a look at what other podcasts are out and about there in our world of podcasts on World 
worldpodcasts.com. If you are in New Zealand, you can also take a look at podcasts.co.nz because there are some other fabulous podcasts. Thank you once again for listening. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on board this wonderful journey of the Food, Family and Friends podcast. Food, Family and Friends podcast, proudly presented by worldpodcasts.com.